Boo. I scared you. This is Lindsay Moreland, and I have a ghost story for you. Episode number eight, Cheaters Never Prosper. This is a cautionary tale, a tale about a woman scorned, and I guess a tale of morality, kind of like Aesop's fables, a tale you should take seriously, especially if you are a man. This story is one that has to do with my husband's family. I have heard it many times by several different family members, but when I decided to collect the story for the podcast, I knew I needed to sit down and record my husband. My husband claims this is his favorite ghost story because it involves someone that he absolutely loved and a situation that he absolutely detested. When Jay was in fifth or sixth grade, his maternal grandmother was diagnosed with breast cancer. Jay called her Gan. Gan was the most caring, loving, motherly, godly person you can imagine, he said. She was loyal to a fault, just like my own mom. And she was beautiful. A portion of her heritage was Native American. She, just like my mom and sister, could tan easily and get really dark. She also had beautiful curly hair. He explained that Gan had fought very hard against breast cancer. His mom would take him and his little sister to Gan's house every day after school to be with her. Jay said, We would watch Jeopardy and Will of Fortune every freaking day and I loved it. We would also watch Major League and Major League Two and all the Bond movies. I think this is where my love of movies came from. From being there with my grandmother and hanging out with my uncle. We would watch all the movies. He had a little chuckle, then his demeanor changed and he went on. My Gan was loyal to a fault. Her biggest weakness was her husband, who was cheating on her with his secretary. She put up with this extramarital affair even when she was going through chemo, radiation, and the sickness that came with it. The last few weeks she had left on this earth She confronted my grandfather about his philandering. Although I knew it was coming, I still had to ask, What did she do? He continued, She told my grandfather that if you brought that woman to my funeral, I will haunt your ass. She told my mother about this threat, and only my mother. Unfortunately, Gan didn't make it much longer. A few weeks later, she passed. At her funeral, my grandfather, the asshole that he was, sure enough, brought his one-eyed lady friend slash lover to my beautiful grandmother's funeral. Even though I've heard this story before, it shocks me every single time. Why? I ask. The motive? He said. Who the hell knows? But when you disobey someone's last wish and they threaten you, like Gan did, in life or the afterlife, you better know that shit is going to be carried out. Hashtag karma's a bitch. He goes on. 
A short time later, the paramour moved into the nice big house my grandfather and Gan shared together. My uncle was living in the basement during all of this, because at the time, he was a 20-something single man, working all the time and saving money. And when I say basement, it is not your normal basement. This house was huge, and the basement was built out. He lived in a 2,000-square-foot suite. He never had to see anyone if he didn't want to. They priced it to sell, and it did. They sold the house, and the new owners moved in. A few months later, Jay's uncle, still being the point man, got a phone call from the new owners, and they had some questions. Did y'all ever hear weird noises at this house? Did dishes, pots, and pans fly off their shelves and seem like they were trying to hit you? Did y'all ever have globes of light you couldn't explain go up and down hallways? Jay's uncle was shocked. He had never experienced that while living in the basement. He called Jay's mom and explained the phone call. Jay's mother hung up the phone and said aloud, Holy shit, she actually did it. Jay's grandfather, being the prideful man that he is, has never admitted to being haunted, but deep down Jay and his mother felt otherwise. There was no financial gain, no costly upkeep. The house was in great condition, and he loved it and was proud of it. If any of you are thinking, well, maybe his conscience got the best of him and he decided it wasn't proper to live in his marital home with his mistress, nope, that's not it either. After all, he brought her to his wife's funeral. They also eventually went on to marry. So really, there's not an obvious reason for this sudden decision to move. Jay and his mom get this feeling when they think about Gan. Like she got the final word on this situation, just as she warned them she would. The family is not sure if Gan's ghost followed her husband and his mistress to their new house, or if she stayed in the home she loved. But they like to think she is still slowly seeking vengeance and torturing the both of them to this day. Picturing pots and pans flying at their heads, or noises and lights messing with their psyche sounds like good revenge, if there ever was any. Y'all, I love this story. I absolutely plan on dying before Jay and then haunting him. Not because he's cheating, but because it would be fun. I still have to fuck with him after I die. What kind of loving wife would I be if I didn't haunt him? Okay, I'm off topic again. Anyway, this whole premise of a lover scorned got me thinking. There had to be more stories of scorned women, right? So, I did some research, and boy, did I find a few interesting stories. Several women even claim they've had an affair with a ghost. Alright, those stories are going to have to wait until another time. I can't go down that rabbit hole on this episode, or it'll never end. Here are the three most intriguing legends I found. Number one, La Siona. La Siona is a Venezuelan tale from the 19th century. This story is about a gorgeous young peasant woman named Casilda. Many of the male villagers were crushing on her pretty hardcore. Being happily married, she refused the advances of these men. One man refused to give up on her and followed her into the forest where she was bathing. Yeah, it was during those times. 
The man told her that her husband was having an affair with her mother. The story does not mention if this information was true or if the guy just made it up because he's a douche nozzle. But nonetheless, she went into a jealous rage. She went home and killed her husband and their son while they slept. Then she went after her mother with a machete. Her mother was bleeding to death, but was able to place a curse on her daughter. The curse was that Casilda would forever exact revenge on men who strayed from their wives. Upon death, she was reborn as the Lasagna, a spirit that continues to attract unfaithful men with her looks, then murders them, often with a fair amount of mutilation. Story number two, The Slit-Mouthed Woman. This next story is the other side of the coin, where the wife was cheating. It's a Japanese legend that dates back to over a thousand years ago. The Slit-Mouthed Woman legend is about a beautiful lady named Kushisakiona. Honestly, I am sure I'm pronouncing the hell out of that name. Please chalk that up to my stupidity or my accent. Anyways, it sounds like Kushisakiona was either very vain or she was insecure and needed constant reassurance of her beauty. She would ask random passerbys, Am I pretty? Which all would say yes. As she got older, she married a powerful samurai, but he went off to war to do samurai shit and left her all alone with nobody to tell her how pretty she was. So, she ended up having an affair with another man. Her husband returned home and learned of her infidelity. He slit her face from ear to ear. At this point, I'm picturing the Joker from Batman. She was mutilated and could not stand to look at herself. She eventually committed suicide. Legend has it that Kushisaki Ona's vengeful ghost covers her scars with a fan, scarf, or mask and still ask male passerbys if she is pretty. If the man replies no, she'll chop him in half with large scissors. If the man replies yes, she takes the same big scissors and uses them to decorate their face like her own. So either way, all men are fucked. Story number three, The Myrtle's Plantation. The next story occurred at the Myrtles Plantation in St. Francisville, Louisiana. This plantation was built in 1796 and is said to be haunted by several spirits, but Chloe is reported to have the most sightings. Chloe was a slave and was having an affair with the plantation owner, Clark Woodruff. He ended their affair abruptly. Chloe essentially started spying on him and listening to his conversations. He found out about it and cut off her ears as punishment. She took her vengeance out on his family by poisoning them all with birthday cake. They all died except for the plantation owner she had an affair with. The other slaves learned what Chloe did and hung her. She still haunts the plantation to this day. So, what is the moral of all these stories? Easy. Don't cheat on your spouse or significant other, or their ghost will haunt you and maybe, probably, kill you. The end. Boo. I scared you. 
is a Second Sound production hosted by Lindsay Moreland, produced by Trina Lloyd. This podcast is in loving memory of my grandmother, Mary Bell, Patsy Pat, Raleigh Bear. They promised that dreams can come true, but forget to mention that nightmares are dreams too. Oscar Wilde.